Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Conversion Therapy Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jordan. And I'm your other co-host, Justin. We're going to dive into some uh, political slash current events topics, just like always. Um, yeah. So let's dive right in. All right. Uh, so first one. Oh, you're, you're going to hawk this for me? Okay. Well, I thought you paused. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you go paused. Ahead. You were like, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I know it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I'm so much better without you, Ashley Tisdale. Um, so the first kind of uh, reintroduction of a topic we're going to go into is the whole Kyle Rittenhouse case. Um, I mean, I feel like dates are necessary. I did this last time, too, when we filmed. So it's the 14th today. And so far, there isn't a verdict yet. I believe the case has been going on for, like... Nine days. Yeah, nine days. And uh, they don't do any, like, updates on the weekends. It's more like a Monday through Friday thing. Um, I guess their weekend is, is their break or something like that. But, um, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting uh, uh, case, to say the least. Um, I don't even know where to start with, like... I. I was, like, really – because, like, Kate, I wasn't, like, confident in terms of, like, oh, he's definitely going to get, like, life in prison. I was confident in terms of, like, bitch, this is the law, and according to the law, he's going to get life in prison. But <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen now. This Well, okay. Well, the thing is, is, is okay, so a quick rundown of what's happened in the trial so far is – so there's been testimony from a number of people um, – the prosecution has rest. Did the prosecution rest? Uh, I think they both did. I think the they I just did. read okay. something that the defense okay. did too. So they had a number of pe- different people doing testimony. They had uh, one of the fellows who was shot and obviously not killed. Um, they had the coroner. They had uh, they another had the brothers f- of the business. Yeah, the brothers of the business who stated that uh, they didn't ask anybody to guard their business, even though uh, Rittenhouse and I think his brother is denying it, saying that he got a call. Yeah. Um, they had uh, there was another there was another big testimony. Oh, the fellow that was patrolling the businesses, like kind of not like with oh them. the police officer. Yeah. Or no, he was a he was in the maybe yeah, this was, was a different one then. Yeah, maybe. But he goes. <laughs> He said that um, they were asking him about one of the fellows who was killed. And they said, was he, they said, what was your opinion of him? He said, he was a bumbling idiot. He said, was he, in your opinion, was he a threat? And they said, absolutely. He said, absolutely not. Oh, is this the first guy? Uh, I think so. That Rittenhouse killed? Yes. Well, I can't even say that Rittenhouse killed because they were the only deaths of the fucking event. So he, he was basically like, this is a guy that was out there doing the same thing that Kyle Rittenhouse was doing, but he could still testify to the fact that this guy was harmless. Yeah. And also worth mentioning, this dude who was patrolling the same guy, he said that, so he had a gun, but he said the only thing he had to do was yell at people. He didn't even have to push people. Um, yet Rittenhouse had to kill two people. Exactly. Um, and then I don't know if y'all have seen it, if you have... Bear with me, but uh, there was a moment where Rittenhouse started crying with no tears. Um, and the judge basic okay, this judge, holy fuck, this judge <laughs> needs to be relieved of his fucking duties for the rest of his life. He never should have even had license to do what he's doing. He's fully, okay, like, as a judge, you have to, like, one of the main rules as a judge is to remain unbiased in any given situation until a verdict is reached. And even then, you're still unbiased. You're just reading the verdict and you're reacting to the situation. You never act in or for a party of the trial. And so this judge is literally like Kyle Rittenhouse's defense attorney. Like, 
he's like he called a break a 10 minute break after Rittenhouse started crying he uh like attacked the prosecution for trying to bring up valuable evidence that um okay but okay i'm gonna uh, for that one i'm gonna stop you because okay so i think that what the prosecution and for people who don't know uh the prosecution the judge is stating that the prosecution was trying to attack rittenhouse for his right to remain silent they were is this what we're talking about is this what you're talking about when he started when he started yelling at him when the judge started yelling at him oh no 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 i'm talking about like the no no you're good Uh, i'm talking about the uh the video evidence i think it was like two weeks prior to the event where rittenhouse said he was going to kill um protesters yeah when he said that what did he say we we don't we don't have non-lethal did you see that one and like the judge was like you can't do this this has no relation bitch this is two weeks two fucking weeks prior to this event going on this is purely like tell me you don't know what motives are without telling me you don't know what motives are like that is a pure connection to this trial and so prosecution brought it up initially at the beginning of the trial and was shut down by the judge and then they tried bringing it up uh again during the trial and again was shut down by the judge like (laughs) what like this isn't just like hearsay shit this is caught on video Mm -hmm. like this is Mm -hmm. pure evidence of Rittenhouse saying this and so that I and then in like the middle of uh, one of the days the fucking judge's phone went off and it was the song that played during Trump's inauguration (laughs) like are you fucking kidding me right now and like everyone stopped and the judge was just like yeah but no the judge didn't actually like dance like that okay so two things when you told me that like I couldn't believe it like that's fucked up did you watch the video no, I didn't. I oh didn't. Oh my god! But the thing is, that's funny. There's two things. So that's obviously wrong. But the second thing is, is like, do you know how unprofessional and discrediting that is for like as a judge in a court, bitch, to not have their their phone, phone on silent? Off? Exactly. Like, this is this isn't like this isn't like college where like your <laughs> phone goes off and it's like, excuse me, sir, like, can you go in the hallway? Like, you're a fucking judge. Exactly. In a murder trial. Exactly. Holy fuck. Like. Are you kidding me? I fucking had my phone go off in like grade eight social studies class. And my ringtone was of me singing. I was singing in my own ringtone. Can you imagine if that happened in a fucking courtroom? (laughs) Imagine if I was on trial, potentially being sentenced to life in prison. And all you hear is your phone is ringing. Phone is ringing. Like. How did you you seriously have that ringtone? Do you want to know what it was? What? Okay. Your phone is ringing, phone is ringing, probably your family. Your phone is ringing, phone is ringing, might be one of your friends. And then it pauses, and then it goes, it was so funny. It went off in the middle of 13. It went off in the middle of social studies class, and I forgot that it had to pause, and then me doing, so it paused, and I was like, and then it went to the, the, like, second part. And I was, I started laughing and like everyone started laughing and our teacher was like, literally stood up and he was like, what the hell is that? He's like, who, who is that? So I was like, sorry, that's my ringtone. He was like, who the hell do you have singing? Like, you need to switch that ringtone. Who the hell is that? They should stop singing. I was like, that's me. They're like, oh, I was like, yeah. So the fact that you're 13 partially excuses you for that, but that's still super lame. <laughs> it was just so fucking funny. I wish I was kind of I was kind of hoping you were gonna be like, oh, I'm eight. I was eighteen. I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong I, with you? And I was eighteen in my grade eight social studies class. No, but if you no, but you know what I'm saying. 
but okay so what i was gonna say is okay so um so no i, lo I lost my train of thought now but okay about the judge about the judge okay so he the thing is is i will give him credit for is when he you know where like oh, i think it was day one when he dismissed that one juror Oh, that was I mean, that was the right thing to do. I'm I'll not, give him no, I'm not giving him credit for that. That's following protocol. You okay, do you know like do you know how it works with like so they have 20 um like jurors to start yeah. with. I don't know if they've I don't know if they've selected the 12. So they had 20 to start with. It was 11 women and 9 men. Yeah. And then they have to basically like um like dwindle it down to 12 to make the final like uh what's it called? verdict. And like you have to do that it's like little like the littlest things will take you off of jury selection and so i'm not going to give him credit for that because like that's the, that's the basic thing to do anyone in their right mind would do that i can't give him credit okay for that. but based on his actions after that would you be surprised had he not turned a blind eye to that i i would i wouldn't have been surprised oh no so but, but i mean thing, like that like he'd probably he would have probably gotten penalties from like the state that no, he's representing the ju judges like judges are untouchable like it's a tenured position where you have job security nothing happens to you oh well probably not he would probably just he would be what other fucking people in power be where he's like laid off except he's paid <laughs> twice as much as he made before no the, the, the only two jobs in like that i can think of that you are basically untouchable is if you're a professor at a university a tenured professor professor or if you're a, if you're a judge they they really can't do anything to you um you're kind of untouchable which makes it so hard to become one but like even think about like the things that made him discharge this guy so it was hearsay so it was a person who was escorting the juror to his vehicle after what day after a, i think it must have been day two of the trial then, yeah he was it was really early but he was like he was so this guy it got back to the judge and you can you could tell when he was kind of dismissing him that the that the, the, the defense was kind of like well you know like because he doesn't want to tell the court with the joke actually so for people who don't know apparently this juror told a joke about the jacob blake shooting when he was being walked to his vehicle after one of the days of the trial and um it was brought back to the judge and the judge brought it up in court and ended up dismissing him over it but he asked the juror if he was comfortable restating the joke and the juror said no um, so the defense was kind of like, well, you know, if he doesn't want to repeat it, then it makes everyone assume the worst, but we don't actually know if it's worth discharging this person over. Um, so, right. But like, it doesn't like in my eyes, like it doesn't really matter what the joke was. And then, and then when he was kind of like, well, we're going to dismiss you. The person was like, you know, well, I don't know why it has a, has a bearing on this case. Bitch, the whole reason what? we were there. Is because of the Jacob. That's the whole reason we're here. But exactly. Her is like, oh, I don't understand the connection. And the, did you hear the guy's voice when he was saying it too? Like he sounded like a fucking hillbilly. <laughs> I'm assuming he's he like, was white. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, you can tell Shocking. by his voice. He's like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know why this is mine. God, they always have the fucking worst voices. Holy shit. Um. Anyway. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't really know because, I mean, like I mentioned this before in our last episode, but they estimated that the trial would take two weeks. I don't know if that's like 14 business days or like, you know, Monday through Friday days um, or that's literally just like a two be. week span. 
but you know what I, I when I was watching when I was when I was updating on this they, they said that one of the people on day four or five said that she doesn't think that this is going to get done within two weeks she said that it could but she said based on the th- way things are going she doesn't think it's going to yeah um I mean it's not probably going to be much more than that um but I remember what I was going to say earlier okay so when I was doing my research on YouTube um I <laughs> sorry what? sorry <laughs> why <laughs> you sound like you sound like like a 65 year old like when i was doing my research on facebook and youtube <laughs> sorry okay, continue fine. fine i'll sound more like a like a millennial when i was doing my research on reddit <laughs> when i was doing my research on twitter <laughs> <laughs> um so i i noticed that like the the uh the the, the comments and like the likes dislikes are so right winged on all the videos rela- relating to this. Like, so like any sort of, I, I noticed that like, so maybe it's me cause I wasn't watching like Fox news and all this shit, but I was watching like mostly left wing uh, news, news reports on this. And it was like, and I've never seen videos like this where it'd be like 500 likes, 3000 dislikes. Oh, I and have. Then, and then you go to the comments and it's like, oh yeah, the media spinning it this way. But, and I'm like, holy shit. Like this is all fucking right wing. Like, like that's the reaction to like trudeau like anytime ctv or cbc or like somebody shares something of trudeau that's that's the like to dislike ratio youtube removed dislikes did you see that like like starting when it's already been done i literally looked and i was like wait why can't i see so instead of like you know how instead of saying how much it is it just says dislike with like the thumbs down button so this must have been done with like in the last two days it's been like i think it's been like four days interesting yeah I was like, wait, what? I literally thought that it was just me because I, I don't really, I, didn't I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. Bitch, I would like scave off watching scary videos because they would have a lot of dislikes. So it would just be like a weird jump scare. I can't do that now. I don't know if they're of, real. That's always been one of my criticisms of uh, Facebook is how you can't dislike something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't read like the statement if they put out a statement or anything like explaining why, but, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I still see like, the comments there's like 500 likes and then there's like 6,000 comments about like oh you know like he's gonna get off and like he's our hero and i think okay full t i think it's just like i don't know how to explain this but right wing people they're so much more adamant on like certain platforms of social media for example youtube facebook Twitter. twitter and it's like a lot of them are just like, oh, you know, like, look at left wing. Like, they're not getting many. No, it's it's not that left wing media is like, uh, like bad because they're getting a weird like to dislike ratio. It's just that Republicans are so adamant on like stating their incorrect opinions on said videos. And they always go because like, honestly, like left wingers, I mean, they do, but definitely not as much as right wingers. They do not watch Fox News. Like right wingers are so like glued to CNN, and like really? and like MSNBC, hundred percent. Why? Because they want to yell at their TVs. Yes. Mm. And I mean, like, Fox News is like. Can you think of any other right wing like news outlets? Uh, no, actually. To I mean, be honest I think with you. MSNBC has like a Republican or like a couple Republicans but, on their. Um, so a lot of the research I did was MSNBC, and oh, you can tell within thirty seconds they're left. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like they they have like um, casters that are Republican that are like on their show, uh, like a lot. But um, but yeah, I think that's just I don't know that's just a reason why. But 
it is really funny to me because like I'll watch the video to grab updates and then I'll just get extremely frustrated because I'll go like directly to the comments and see like what everyone's thinking or what people are saying. But like, I don't know. It's just really fucking weird. Like they, they are brainwashed into thinking that the first guy had a gun, which he did not. He was completely unarmed. They were brainwashed into thinking the first guy was the one with the skateboard and the one trying to, to curb stomp him, which that's wrong. That was the second guy. The first guy, again, was unarmed and had a fucking soda can. They're brainwashed into thinking that uh, everyone in Wisconsin can open carry, which is wrong. As stated in the previous episode, you have to be 18 years or older. And even if Rittenhouse lives in, uh, sorry, not Chicago, Illinois, if you own a firearm in Illinois, you need a FOID. You need to be 21 to be that void. If you get pulled over with a gun in Wisconsin and they ask for your ID and it shows that you are even 18 or anywhere less than 21, you will be arrested. That yeah, is illegal. He says that in his cross-examination too. So he he talks about how he didn't have a void and he needs a void. So 21 is the age? Yes. For, yeah. If you're, if you're from Illinois, yes. It differs by state. But if you're from Illinois, you need to be 21. Okay. And like, okay. cause like, even if you're in a different, like, even if you're in a separate state that says, oh, um, here you only need to be this age, you are, f if you show them your ID, your ID is going to have your home address. You're from Illinois. That means that the car that you have has to be relevant to Illinois state laws, mm -hmm. which you need to be 21 for. Yeah. It is different, obviously, with open carry because that's just like in public open carry. That's different depending on state. But yeah. even if, Rittenhouse was not 18 yet. That's completely illegal. Um, yeah. So, okay. So two things that I want to go to is, okay, the prosecution. Okay. So what do you think? Of, what do you think about the prosecuting? Oh, thank attorney? goodness you brought this up. Cause I actually forgot my point. And I was like thinking, I was like, wait, I had a point that I was going to thank goodness you brought this up. So um, I don't think he's the best option. Full T. I don't really think he's doing that great of a job. And I don't he's, think he's doing a good job. Yeah. So he, uh, when he was, when he had Rittenhouse on the stand, he was questioning him. Um, he brought up, what was it? You know how like the whole, oh, if you play like violent video games, it'll okay. result in you. That was pissing me off. Cause he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, first he brings up his, uh, first he brings up his, uh, uh, his fucking, what's that stupid app? TikTok app. And is, did you see that part where he's like, is this your, is this your user tag doors for whores? And it, he's like, <laughs> he's like, and he's like, yes, it is. And, and he's like, but I'm like, okay. Like that makes him sound stupid, but like, why does that have any bearing? Exactly. But but the thing is, is in his in his avatar, he's holding a fuck his fucking AR seventeen mm -hmm. or, or M, right. Yeah. And so he attacked him. So when he got okay. So in my opinion, when he had Rittenhouse on the stand, he should have tore him up. Exactly. Okay. But they're saying like, and I agree with this, but in the in in the legal analysis, they're saying that he didn't really land a punch. So the, the main things he attacked him for is he attacked him for, okay, what do you think the laws were? And even the judge stopped him and he's like, look, just so you know, what he does and doesn't know what the laws are kind of have no bearing. Because if you don't know a law exists, but you still violate it, you're still responsible for it. So like, this is kind of useless. Yeah. So, so there's that. So he attacked, he basically attacked him for why did you choose the gun you chose? Like, why didn't you just choose a pistol? Why didn't you just choose this? He's trying to show that, like, you wanted to kill people. Mm -hmm. So there was that point that he attacked him for. And the only other really thing he attacked him for is, like, you play Call of Duty and your job in that game is to kill people. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, it's... like, that. But that is such a disconnect. Like, do you know how many people that don't kill people play those games? 
right? And it's like, remember, do you remember back, like, and you might actually be too young for this, but when when GTA was first getting popular. That was the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Jordan. I've said this. I don't I think said, I will ever say you're too young for this, but thank you. Shut up. <laughs> um, but when GTA first came out and there was this one guy that committed a homicide and he, it was found that he played GTA, they were like, oh, well, this game's too violent. You go around killing people. Like, that. this has been a thing for a while. Trump literally just said that he thinks the reason that crime rates are so high is because of the amount of kids that play violent video games. And it's so fucking ironic because I read these comments on the prosecution's analysis or like uh, questioning on Rittenhouse. And some of these people that are like, oh, okay, sorry. Some of these right wingers that are like, oh, why is he asking this? This has no relevance to what he played as a kid. Bitch, you're the same person that defended Donald Trump and agreed with him when he did the same fucking thing. So you're 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 in a bias and you're the only reason you're disagreeing with it now is because it goes against who you're fucking defending. And it pisses me off because, like, yes, it has no correlation whatever, whatsoever to what he did. Like, there's no fucking correlation. That shouldn't have even been a question on the list. Nothing. But, like, baby, don't be hypocritical because I'm going to call your ass out for it. But, no, yeah, the prosecution, mm, they should have chose somebody else. Yeah, they should have. And even when, um, so the, the, when I when I kind of talked about earlier is when when the judge stopped him because he's basically so the the uh, the prosecution started asking Rittenhouse about like so you haven't said anything until now like you've had the ability to listen to everyone else everyone else say what happened and now you're chiming in okay and then so the judge stopped it and kind of talked to him about like. You can't, this is, this is an amendment, right? His, his right to silence is an amendment, right? You can't talk about this. So he, he was kind of like reprimanded in that way. And then he went back to it later during mm -hmm. the cross-exam. And then the judge stopped it and started reaming him out. And he didn't even, okay, here's my problem with it. Okay. So I think, so I actually think the judge is right in this sense. Oh yeah. Okay? In this sense. In this sense, he's right. But the, where the judge made a big mistake and I even heard a legal analyst talking about this. So the first time he reprimanded him for it, he had the jury leave. The second time when he yelled at him, he didn't even ask the jury to leave. Yeah. And this legal analyst is saying that the jury, even, even like subconsciously, they take into, a, into account how the judge interacts with each side. I think that was so, deliberate. You think it was deliberate? Absolutely. So they're saying that they're going to remember that the judge fucking reamed this guy out. And and the thing that I the thing that I like is how the prosecuting attorney reacted. Like he let the judge yell and then he's like, "Can I can I react now?" <laughs> like he's like, "Can I respond? Can I react now or do I have to use my right to silence?" But but I, I, you, you know, one thing I will say that the, the, the defense said, and he just could have been a thing. So he, so the, the defense, the second time the, the defense said, I think that he is trying to get a mistrial. <laughs> like he's doing this on yeah. purpose to get a mistrial. Yeah. But so, the, so he, but then he said, he said that if this happens again, I will file a motion for a mistrial with prejudice, which means that Rittenhouse gets off and he can't be recharged. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fully. I, I think it's fully deliberate. I think something is happening with this fucking judge because this, he should not be on this case whatsoever. And it's like a full embarrassment that he is even representing this case because he's like, what, Wisconsin's longest, like, running judge or something like that i read uh, i don't know i read somewhere that he'd been in this business for longer than anyone else in his field 
Okay. And um, which makes sense because he looks like a fucking rotten prune. But like, holy shit! Like did I you don't. S- did you see when he was yelling? When he was yelling at the at the prosecutor when he uh, when he was like. He's like, why didn't you come t- come to me with this first? When you came to me with a motion earlier, I granted it. And then he's, and then the prosecutor's like, no, you didn't. And then he's like, oh yeah, that was the defense. But anyways, you should have come <laughs> to me first. Like, you don't even know what's he, going on. Literally, he did the same thing when um, when they brought up well, what the fuck's it called? I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but he did the same thing when um, he was trying to rebring up the fact that Rittenhouse said that he was going to kill pro- uh, protesters. And then the judge is like, why didn't you bring this up before? And then the guy's like, I did. <laughs> like, I brought this up at the very beginning of the trial. And you dismissed it for no reason whatsoever. I just, yeah, that. The, the, the one thing that, the one thing that I, I don't even know if this helps the trial, but like, I really liked is how petty the prosecutor was being when he was like cross-examining Rittenhouse. Like, he'd like, he'd like kind of say part of his question. Rittenhouse would be like, no, blah, 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 blah. And be like, sir, how about you let me finish my question before answering, and I will let you answer before I ask you a question. And then Rittenhouse <laughs> started crying. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. That was fake. Are you kidding me? Yes. Okay, but you know, okay. And I ran. <laughs> okay. And then there's a judge. And, We're going to take a 10-minute recess. <laughs> and, here, and here are my reasons, okay? Here are my reasons. Obviously, I'm going to preface this by saying you know you can't get inside a person's head. So I'm not, I can't say with absolute certainty that that was fake. Okay. But here's my reasons for believing it's fake. Okay. So one, no tears. Okay. Second, I've never seen anybody cry like that before. <laughs> I was going to say that if you didn't. So like, like, no, like I, I'm trying to be as factual as, as, as possible. Like I've never seen, like that looked like somebody who knew that they're, future depended on crying in that moment yes okay and then the other the, here's the here's my number one reason for th- believing that that's fake so at the end when the judge is about to when the judge speaks and says that we're taking a 10 minute recess that look and go back and watch this. exactly he went away completely that look he gives to the judge the look says is he buying it yeah it's like it's he, like a break he it's like looked a, at the judge before the judge even fucking talked Yes. So he breaks character and he looks at the judge like, okay, is this landing? He's like, I did. Yes. That's that's exactly what he did. And then when the judge calls a break, in an instant, he stops. Literally, instantly. It's just. (laughs) But I will say. I think that because the judge helped them sell it, I think the jury is going to buy it. Oh, 100%. And I think that that's the most significant thing to happen thus far in the trial. He, he, it doesn't matter if we bought it or not. I think that he sold that he thought that he was going to die. Yeah. I thought this guy that was unarmed when I was holding a gun was going to kill me. And if you notice too, I think this is another thing that kind of shows that he's a phony is you notice how his disposition is so different when he's being, uh, when he's going, when he's being examined by his defense versus, versus the prosecution. Yeah. Yeah. Like his demeanor completely changed. Like it was kind of like, and I mean, I, I think this is normal to a sense where like, I don't know, like, it's like, you know, that the inter like your attorney is obviously not hostile and the other one is but like it was i don't know it was it was weird it was more than the than the normally that you'd see in a trial oh yeah 100 percent. 
but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do you think there's going to be like riots if he's found to be innocent? Well, I mean, it's or sorry, it's, not innocent, but if he's found to do this guilty. off self-defense, yes. Well, well, okay. Let's talk about okay. So I'll answer that, and then I you you brought up another good point. So okay, so I I don't know because think about think about it in this sense. So the reason this event occurred was in reaction to Jacob Blake shooting. Yeah. So is there then going to be a reaction to the reaction of Jacob Blake shooting? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But. So self-defense. So there was one legal analyst I saw that's saying that the testimony of the fellow that was shot and a lot of the video that they have kind of shows the way that people, the people who are charging Rittenhouse, they're claiming that they're, that they, that they were trying to like, so their mentality was there's an active shooter. I need to disarm him. Okay. So they're saying if that is established in the court, then Rittenhouse can't claim self-defense. If, if the attitudes of the people that charged him where there's this guy shooting people, we need to take this gun away from him. I know that uh, the the guy, I think his name was Gage Grosscroats or whatever. The, he was the one that was injured that testified. Mm-hmm. He said he said that. He said we thought there was an active shooter and we were trying yeah. to defuse the situation. But apparently that means you can't use self-defense. Oh, so his, 100%. His whole, his whole thing is gone. Mm-hmm. But okay, so here's the thing, and that's the other thing I want. So, quick thing about the cross examination of Grittenhouse too is they're saying that the most significant thing in terms of his defense that occurred during that is when, because this is where he could have buried himself, was when the prosecution asked him, like, "Did you intend to kill people?" And he asked him that like six times. He's like, "He's like, you use deadly force." And Rittenhouse is like, "Yes, I use deadly force." Did you? Were you intending to kill him? No, I was intending to stop him. Were you intending to kill him? No, I was intending and stop to stop the threat. Like he, Rittenhouse was obviously practiced that like a lot of times. Oh, hundred percent. Because he got that right. Hundred percent. But I don't. I just. I don't know what's gonna happen with this dude. Like, if we're going off of legality, you cannot argue self defense. You cannot. Like, even a, even a state term, you cannot argue self defense. You have video evidence of basically everything that happened in the situation. You cannot argue self-defense. Like, in any situation whatsoever. If you're a bystander, and you don't even know what's going on, but you're at... Say you're at the protests, and um, you don't know that this specific event is happening, but say you're, like, a block away, and all of a sudden you hear gunshots. Guess what you're gonna... Guess what's gonna go through your head? That there's an active shooter on there, and your life is in danger. So yet now what you have to do is what Rittenhouse is claiming that he did, which he did not, well, he did in his terms, is to eliminate the threat. Mm-hmm. Which means I have to take him down, to kill him, as he's a shooter, and you are defending your life. What was, sorry, what was the fellow's name that they that they had on there that was that was shot and not killed? Uh, I It was Gage Gage. Uh, Gross Kreutz or something like that. G-R-O-S-S. Yeah, yeah, Gross Kreutz. So, okay. Damn. So the thing about him is that I think the defense. So did you, did you see the cross examination of him? I think the defense kind of got him good. I saw the, um, the questioning from the prosecution, some of the defense, but I don't know if I. Have... So they said to him, they said, um, oh wait, no, sorry. I'm getting confused. So Jason, whatever, the other guy that was out there patrolling with a gun, uh, Jason Lakowski. Okay, he's the guy that said that the the fellow that he killed wasn't a threat. Mm-hmm. So the cross examination got him pretty good. So they said, they said um, when he when when uh, Rittenhouse was running down the street, I'm pretty sure this was him. 
I'm pretty sure this was him, but there was somebody, I'm pretty sure it was Jason that they got this with, but he said when he was running down the street, he stopped him and he said, what happened? Like after Rittenhouse had committed one of the shootings and he said, uh, I need help. And they said, did you, did you shoot someone? And he says that Rittenhouse said, no, but I need help. So then when they were cross-examining him, the defense said to him like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Are you sure that he didn't say, I shot someone and I need help because that seems like something someone in that situation would say. And, and he's Lukowski said, well, no, I can't fully recall. And part of the reason that that is credible is because apparently when before he got cross-examined and he was questioned on this, he had to look at the transcript of the interview that he gave with the FBI or the police or whatever to recall it. So that's a problem too. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, how, when he did his uh, interview with the FBI, how long after the event was it? I don't know that. Cause I mean, this is like, this happened a year ago, a year and a half ago. So, I mean, actually, I, I take that back. That's not really, I, I don't think that's as much of a problem to me as it is to you. Because this is a year and a half ago. Like, yes, this is a huge event that, like, you would remember quite a bit of. But, yeah, but okay. if you didn't have this case for a year and a half, I would probably need to look back at the same transcript I, I did as well. But wouldn't you think that that would be, like, if you're the per person that experienced that, wouldn't that be, like, a seminal moment? Like, I feel like that's something you would remember. I mean, if this is something that's regular to you, no. If this why, is something that why you've done that... before, if this is something that like that like it is part of events that you've done before and you do in a regular term, yeah. Not but if a really. person's if a person's killed people and you're interacting with that person right after, that's not something that. But I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that he's experienced all the time. I mean, he said, "Do you need help?" And then this isn't like a uh, like this isn't like a full admission here. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like. This is like obviously right after the first. No, it's not an admission, but it, the only thing that's called to question here is Lukowski's recollection of events, right? That's which, the only thing that why this is relevant. Yeah, which will be clouded. If it's been a year and a half, let's say, let's say, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know when this FBI like questioning happened. But in my mind, I would think that it would be soon after the event. So let's say it was a month after the questioning. So that's September of 2020. And so this started November of 2021. That's a year and two months. That's a long time for like time to go by and you to forget a lot of stuff. So I guarantee you in a lot of cases where this happens, a lot of people have to look back at their previous transcripts to familiarize themselves with the situation. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would I would, I would think that that because I feel like if I was in a situation like that, even if that's a like, yes, that is obviously like a big event where like a shooting happens. That's going to be a day that you remember for the rest of your lives. But like. There are specifics to that day you can't remember happening. For example, bitch, we had someone, I, when I was in high school, we had someone with a knife in the fucking building threatening to kill people. I don't remember the specifics of the conversations that I had with people. I remember I got pissed off at my foods teacher because he was a fucking idiot. I remember I, we were hidden behind like the, uh, the display sort of thing where he does his cooking and we were all scared of shit and I was messaging my mom. I can't remember what I messaged her. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, specifics. Like, I remember what happened. I remember, like, that I messaged her. I don't remember what I messaged her. I remember that we hid there. I don't remember, like, who I was sitting next to or, like, what we were talking about to each other, who cried. But, but let's, like, let's say someone was stabbed. Don't you think that your recollection of events would be probably but a bit... I wasn't talking to the... Because, like, Rittenhouse... Or, sorry, not Rittenhouse, but the guy that they were um, cross-examining, he didn't talk to the person that was stabbed. 
he talked to Rittenhouse. So then I would like okay, in, fine, in but this let's situation, say I would be talking to the killer. So yes. I would be talking to the stabber. Of course, what there I'm... are parts of that that I were, would remember. But like honestly, like you're fully like your mind is clouded because like apparently I don't know that he stabbed somebody because to him Rittenhouse didn't admit that he killed somebody yet or shot someone. So hey, did you stab someone? No, is what I'm thinking. Or I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know the specifics of their conversation. I'm just going off of hearsay. Because I wasn't there, and they don't have film. And this like, they is don't tough have audio to say. And this is tough to say. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, okay. So, like, was anyone stabbed in that situ in that situation, or no? Obviously not. Oh, at at my school, mm -hmm. no. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is let's say you spoke to the fellow, like if you if you spoke to the fellow who was running around with a knife, okay. Mm -hmm. And then and then he said, no, I didn't stab anybody. But then you found out that he did. I bet you your recollection of what you said to your mom, what you said to whoever would be stronger than it is now. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would agree with that because I feel like my, what my mind would be focusing on in that situation would be my conversation with the guy that potentially did the stabbing. Because then what I would think is like, wait, he told me no. He said he didn't stab anyone and he stabbed someone because obviously someone's sitting over there with a, like a, a knife wound in their chest or whatever. You know what I mean? That I wouldn't really remember so much about like other shit that's happening because to me, that doesn't matter. Because to me now, I know that if he's um, being investigated, I'm a witness and I'm going on like I had a conversation with this guy. So they're probably going to ask me to testify. So the conversations that I have with my mom, my friends, the foods teacher, that's not going to that's not going to play much like of a role to me because that doesn't matter in the situation. I know that like, I don't know, my mindset is going to be that I'm testifying. So I need to remember accurate information that can be useful against this person that stabbed someone. Yeah. But I, I understand that rationally that you might think of it that way, but I think that your subconscious and like the things that you remember are more like involuntary than that. I think that like, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like it's, it's like the, the old classic of when you meet somebody, you forget their name within a minute. That's literally because your brain is like, this is not important. Like what is important right now is to show that like my disposition and like, I'm happy to meet you and that I'm social. Um, so I, I don't think like we can make decisions like that. I just, I'm like trying to think back into like places in my life where I feel like if something like is more like, how do I explain this? Like, let's say you have some sort of trauma. Obviously this would be fucking traumatizing. You have a, a fucking person that stabbed someone that is like right in front of you and you're talking to them and they like, they could have stabbed you, bitch. They could have killed you. And so like, you're more prone to remember stuff directly relating to that situation. I feel like the aspects that you're not prone to remember are the aspects that don't really relate that happened on that day. For example, like messaging my mom or like talking to my friends or the foods teacher. I feel like it would, it would be more like related to, the conversation you had with this person, how you were feeling in the moment when you were talking to him, how you, how you felt after you found out that he actually did stab somebody, who he stabbed. Like, I feel like, but I mean, even if, like, obviously, if, if you have a conversation or like an interview with someone right after it happened, you're going to remember more details of the event then and there than like a year and two months later. Oh, 100%. So, I, I mean, it, it, it makes sense for him to look back at the transcript and be like, okay, wait, this is coming back to me now. Okay, but right. it's okay. kind of like when you look at a picture. Like, okay, if... but, but here's the thing. Okay, so fine, and, that, and that's fine. But okay, but even like a, another aspect of this that's worth mentioning is okay, so let's say 
let's say you let's say you you didn't remember events about this okay but would you okay would you not then be able to recall your interview with the FBI like isn't that a, isn't that a big event that you would like if i was what ever in like if okay so if if i was involved in some sort of if i was involved in the written house thing mm -hmm. and i was then called in by the police or the FBI and i was questioned right like that's a big thing that's not something that happens to everybody oh so yeah I, I feel like that interview would would wouldn't be something i would probably forget i mean this interview isn't like two or three questions this is like multiple questions where you have like you're giving as much information as you can from that time and they're mm -hmm. asking you like every question in the book that relates to this trial or relates to him potentially being arrested. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's like, there's many, many questions. If obviously if this was just like a, uh, a two to three question interview, you'd be more prone to remember more of that interview. But like you're, you're being asked so many questions, which I guarantee you this guy that's being cross-examined, he probably remembered some of his answers, but there was probably some things that like, obviously like he's not going to remember the full specifics of, or maybe even questions he can't remember being asked about until he looks at the transcript. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But I love how this was supposed to be like a, uh, like a, like a, what's it called? Um, like a recap of the trial or like what's happened and it's been 41 minutes. Well, I don't think I don't think it necessarily had to even be a reach a recap. It was just kind of like diving into it, right? And yeah, then like we just we got into I just, the. I didn't expect it to be that. Like I didn't expect it to like. I, I told be you like this good off, this juicy. I, I told you off camera this was a big one. Like I thought oh, yeah. a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> and initially, remember when like we were remember when you brought this up to do as yes. a topic. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. Maybe we should just wait till the verdict comes. I out. was like so sad. I was like, bitch, you better take that back right now, bitch. We're doing this motherfucking topic. But um, because I knew this would be good because like anything that's like major news and like is the span like, for example, we've talked about this off camera when we're going to. Well, if we're still doing this podcast in what, three years and we're in its election time, we're going to be talking about the election for weeks. Yeah, weeks. it's probably it's probably it's probably so going to be at least content. It's probably going to be at least two episodes just on the election. 100 oh, percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're going to have like a lot of content with that. But yeah, with this, it's it's nice because like this is something that's spanning over the course of two to three weeks, potentially more. Um, and so like, we kind of can get to like, and it's always like, like the, the stuff coming from it is like definitely like huge things to talk about. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the verdict is going to be. Um, it's looking like he's going to get off scot-free, which pisses me the fuck off. Cause my dear, did you also see that uh, the prosecution dropped like the the going out after curfew charge? Yeah. Because because that one cop that was up there was like, well, I put it out there, but like it wasn't necessarily like an official curfew. Yeah. And then the prosecution was like, okay, well, we're not going to spend time fighting <laughs> this, so we'll just drop it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to uh to see. I don't know. I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll probably come back to it next episode and see if there's been any major updates. There could be a verdict by the next time. Well, actually, we're probably going to film pretty quick, so there probably oh, yeah, be that's a verdict true. by then. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now we're going to move on to the Astro World catastrophe. Um, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, there was a music festival in was it Florida, um, Texas, Houston, Texas, yeah. Houston. Okay. And there was a bunch of different. It was a hip hop festival. Uh, Drake was on was in, was on the bill. So it was uh, Travis Scott. Um, so basically, what happened was there 
basically in a nutshell, health and safety protocols weren't in, weren't really in place. And they, they considered it a mass casualty event. Uh, the police did, uh, nine people have died as of two days ago, uh, four so days ago, four days ago now. Okay. Uh, didn't the ninth person die like two days ago? Or uh, they said they might have come out with a statement two days ago. But okay, uh, okay. this this article says a ninth victim died on November 10th, according to her family's attorney or Jesus Christ attorney after previously being declared brain dead. Some people. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Sorry, I'm reading more. But yeah, that I, I, I assume that it's probably just like the statement that came out maybe two days okay. ago regarding it. OK, so, yeah, basically, I guess there was a there and and. I personally, I've obviously never been in one this badly before, but like I've been in similar situations where I've been afraid. Um, people were basically crushed to death and they would, they were trampled and yeah. they, there was just too much pressure. Everyone trying to rush the stage. Um, so personally, like I've been in situations before where like I'll be near the front on the floor of a concert and like I'll literally like I get claustrophobic. So like I won't be able to breathe properly. And I've been before where I'll be like, I've been close to the front, thank God, where I've been like, okay, like, hey, security. And they'll like pull you out. Um, so I know it's super scary. Yeah. Super scary. But um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of things going on here. I mean, I saw a video there, a lot of people are saying that as soon as gates opened, like things went wrong. Gates didn't it, even like in some of the videos, the gates weren't even opened. The gates, yes, and people like, were like they didn't even go through security. Like exactly. They were, like they straight up the whole just ran through the gates ran through the gates pushed yeah. the gates over jumped up on them people were falling people were getting trampled like so i i read i mentioned yeah. this before off camera but i read that um i don't know if it was travis scott himself or his management team or maybe even the management team of the festival that were given a heads up that this was a good possibility that this was going to happen and like they did nothing about it at all to prevent it nothing did you hear about the security guard that quit like a few days before because he's like he's like we i didn't feel prepared enough like they mm -hmm. gave us enough training yeah um yeah they um i think that um okay here's here, here's my main concerns with it is okay so the concert continued for 40 minutes after it was considered a mass casualty event yep. by the police mm -hmm. and so Travis Scott, obviously, I think this is mostly for legal reasons, but he's saying that he didn't know. Um, ob he's obviously saying I call fucking know. bullshit. I call bullshit, too, for a bunch of reasons. One reason being, how could it not have been communicated to him? You have some, videos. You have videos of people literally running up to security, running up like very close on to stage, him on, on stage, stage and screaming at him. You have videos of people on ambulances, on top of fucking ambulances. Like, baby, why do you think the ambulances are there? You think they're just strobing lights for people to dance and, along to? No. And that, and that's my second point to why I believe that he knew is because there was two points where he stopped the show. He stopped the show when he first saw the first ambulance. He's like, okay, whoa, ambulance. And then there was like a bunch of times, like there was one time where he stopped the show and he's like, he probably did. He honestly probably did this for personal reassurance, but he's like, put your middle finger in the air if you're doing okay. So like, I mean, I guess artists do that a lot during shows, but I don't know. Like it, it seemed like he knew that there was at least at the very least that there was like multiple instances of something going on in the crowd. Um, and those people who climbed the stage that were saying, stop the show, they said that they were laughed at by mm -hmm. like by the by the crews by like the cameraman they said travis scott was telling them to get the hell off the stage 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I just... And, like, people are like, okay, I'm not giving no fucking credit to Travis Scott. Fuck you. People are literally saying, like, oh, you have 50,000 people, like, around 50,000 people attending this event. And, like, how is he supposed to know? Are you motherfucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Not only is there people that are climbing up on the stage, there have been many instances with other celebrities that are doing concerts when they see someone look like they're going to pass out or need water. And they're like, stop the show, hold up. Or they see someone look like they're getting sexually assaulted. And they're like, bitch, stop the show. Security. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Out of your mind. Did you see the one point where he stopped the show where he's like, hey, security, get in there. Get in there. There's someone in trouble. Um, There was one point where he did that. But what I was going to say, and I talked about this off camera too. Okay. And, And this would be easier because this was a smaller show. Like, I will give him a bit of credit as in the sense of like being a 50,000 outdoor festival it would be more difficult for him to know but the fact that there was 40 minutes that elapsed between the declaration and when the show was stopped he knew before that i'm not giving him credit this okay. ain't like a they say like a a situation where um everyone's in the crowd and he can't specifically see what's happening because there's 50,000 people this is a situation where people are trying to get a hold of security trying to get a hold of crew members trying to get a hold of him doing so much as jumping up on fucking uh, on stage going on top of ambulances but i mean from the videos that i've seen the people on top of the ambulances weren't even trying to get help no they, they were, were just like dancing they were trying to party and yeah, exactly they were trying to party. and but i mean you have so so many people trying to get a hold of the higher ups to make sure this show this show this show gets stopped and these people get attended to so that their lives can be potentially saved in this instant and nothing's happening yeah well okay so like I said, I talked about this with you off camera, but there was one instance, like I didn't go to this show, but 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, uh, Alexis on fire played a free show. And I think there was, I think there was three or four people that died for the same reasons. There was just two, they got squished Mm -hmm. and Alexis on fire stopped the show. Like they played one and a half songs and they're like, fuck this. Um, But in that sense, I think it would have been easier for them to see. So I'll, I'll give them credit for that. Uh, that something was going on. But I think that, um, I don't know. I think that that just gives credence to the fact of like, I think most artists, when they know they will stop the show. Um, But I don't know. And then the thing is, is there another thing they're vilifying Travis Scott for is that after the show, he went to Buster's with Drake for the after party. Like, I don't know, man. You see his apology? I did see his apology. I can't even call it an apology. No, and it looked to me it looked like he was putting on a show. Oh, 100%. He was and doing like he was people... doing like the man, you know, I love my fans. Feel so sorry for them that I didn't do anything when I was told to do something. Um there are people that are like, "Oh, well he's give he's like trying to give back. He's refunded everyone's tickets." Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, but, but what I will say is, okay, think of it this way, okay? So in any outdoor festival like that, like tick, like your ticket isn't $100. It's a lot, right? Okay, so that's number one. So you have to think of it this way. So, he, okay, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Just continue. Okay. So what, but what I'm saying is, is let's say your ticket was 400 500 bucks. yeah, okay. Okay, so for him to go ahead and refund everybody at the show 
That's a fuckload of money. Okay. So what? I, but but what? So what I'm saying is, he deserves some credit for that. I don't agree. Why? Because that's probably not even his decision. That was probably the, the management's decision first. Second of all, okay, you're okay. This money has already been paid by these people. This is already in the hands of management. The money that has been made for this concert. But it's not all going. Back. It's not all going to him. It's not all going. Uh, to that's him. That's fantastic. He's a fucking multimillionaire. It don't have to all go to him. But like, <laughs> this is literally like, I never give credit for people doing the bare minimum ever. I will never give you credit. If you do other shit than that, yeah, for sure. I'll give you credit. But like th if I hear an event happen like this, there are many people, not obviously not everyone by the way that I've seen videos, but there are many people that went to that event that are now fully fucking traumatized because they've been at an event where nine people were killed. Many others were injured. Many others were sent to the hospital. A 14-year-old died. A nine-year-old was sent to the hospital. And was in the hospital. Yeah, their, their youngest was, I think, uh, 14 that died. Yeah. But the youngest that was sent to the hospital was nine. Like, if you were at that event, even if you're remotely close to these people, that's fucking traumatizing. Like, yeah, it is. if it's $400, that ain't going to do shit. Like, you literally okay, went to this event. It, and, like, think it, of, like, the timing of this event, too. Like, we've literally been, like, sequestered for, like, what, over a year and a half now? Mm -hmm. And, like, this is kind of, like, we're going back into these things. Many people are being excited. Because isn't Astroworld the name of his um, album? I don't know. I don't listen to shitty music. I don't listen to um, shitty music either. I but, just saw it on the fucking But, thing. okay. But first, were in Texas, were they ever really sequestered? Oh, full, T. Full, full T. T. But, I mean, still. Um, it's just, like, I guarantee you. And, I mean, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that came from out of state to go to this concert. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, they're, like, looking forward to it, really excited. But, like, this happens. Like, I just – I don't but, give credit to bare minimum. I don't know. I just – I'm not I that understand, type of person. I understand what you're saying. But I think that, like, I look at things in a more micro sense. Like, I look at actions in, like, individual sense. So, if you did, like, a 1% thing right, like, I'll give you credit for that. Like, yeah. Because you, you deserve credit for that. I'm not going to look at the whole thing and be like, well, you fucked it up. I think like, in you, certain situations I'll do that. But, like, this is huge. Like, this is – a situation that costs nine people's lives and like especially when there are sources coming out saying that his management team had a heads up days before this concert even happened yeah see and i i never i never i'm not saying that's incorrect but i didn't i didn't hear that yeah i mean it sounds believable by the way that like security that security guard quit because he was unprepared yeah that's fully that fully sounds believable and it's yeah. just like it's so like so I never okay. Another thing I wanted to bring up is I heard this through word of mouth, but I and I went looking for this when I was researching, but I couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. Did you hear the rumor that like people were being like shot up with drugs? I mean, Did it's a festival, so that's not not no, but legal. like against their like like not by themselves. Like when they were like people would do it to other people. Like you hear about that? I heard a rumor that there was a security guard. They had to inject him with Norcan because he he OD'd. Do you want to hear a story? Okay. So this isn't my story. This is a story that comes from uh, somebody who I've talked to before. And so what's the festival that's in like Kamloops? Um, well, Sun there used, there well, used to be not, like, like Merit? Sundance. Merit? Uh, Merit Mountain Music Festival? No, 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 no. It starts with an S. Shambhala? It might be that. Yeah, it might be that. So um, they went to this festival or maybe one of their friends did. And they went with another friend. And so they were there and all of a sudden like they were obviously like smoking weed, getting drunk and whatever. And they couldn't really remember what happened for most of the night. But they woke up 
the next morning and they saw a needle was in their leg. And Holy so God. they looked at the needle and on the on this needle was a little uh, like piece of paper and you it said, AIDS? welcome to the world of HIV. Yeah. And she went and got tested and she had HIV. Holy fuck. So like this isn't like like that sounds believable to happen at a festival. I will not go to festivals like I just I don't know. I'm not the type of person to go to festivals, but like for sh reasons that that could happen to me. I'm not doing that. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, so two things. So I've never been to a festival either. I was I was supposed to go to one in 2020, which obviously didn't happen. Yeah. But the thing is, is okay, so here's the problem with stuff like that. And I'm not saying this happened to the person that you're that you're telling the story about, but a lot of the time when people go to music festival, it's not about the music, it's about a contest of how fucked up can I get. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's like, literally, like, I've heard a story about somebody who, like, almost died, but they wore it, wore it as a badge of honor. And, like, I think that if that's the attitude you approach it with, then, yeah, like, you're in, you're, you're susceptible to stuff like that happening, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that if you put yourself in certain situations, then, yes, you're at risk with a large group of people like that. Like, you only need to look at Woodstock 94. Like, yeah. you ever hear about Woodstock 94? I've heard, it. yeah, I've heard a bit about it. Like, it's so fucked. And, um... Yeah, so I th I think that um, I mean obviously there's always a risk of something like yeah. that happening. But yeah, it's just that type of uh, like environment. I just I'm not comfortable in in any way, shape, or form. So no, I just I probably will never go to a festival in my life. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't really. Sorry, I actually you... think it was Woodstock. It might have been Woodstock '99. But anyways, go. It on. was some some '90s year. I remember that. But uh, what do you think is going to happen? Apparently, Drake's getting sued. Yeah, he was named in the lawsuit. I'm assuming against Travis Scott. Uh, or who's no, it against? No. The like, festival? Like, no, no. So, like, so these people that sued Travis Scott, they named the festival and they named Drake in it as well. Okay. Because Drake, I, I didn't get the full context, but, like, one of the videos I watched, it was a timeline of events. And Drake took the stage at like 9 50 but then the concert ended at 10 like 11 or whatever but it said that uh travis scott was still on stage at 10 11 so i don't know if they were both on stage for a while um but yeah yeah i just i don't know i just yeah uh i mean i didn't really i wasn't really familiar with Tra isn't he like kylie jenner's baby daddy yeah apparently they were there uh Kylie was there. Kendall was there. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Apparently they were, they, they didn't know this, but like they were posting Instagram stories, like after it had been declared like a mass casualty event, like, like kind of like showing like that we're here. Um, but they didn't, they, they didn't know. Interesting. They, um, um, I, I don't remember it exactly, but I remember that Kylie basically posted on social media exactly what Travis Scott did. Um, but Kendall like made her own, which has actually seemed quite, quite heartfelt. Hmm. I, I don't, I like, I know T I don't like the Kardashians or the Jenners. So I don't well, really I mean, talk about them. I mean, neither do I. Um, but again, I'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, is there anything to even go over about this? Like that we haven't yet? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be interesting to see how the lawsuits uh, unfold. I think that they're they're going to settle. Um, oh, there's, absolutely. There's no way this goes to trial. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, the, this uh, this one vulture um, article yeah. has like the uh, the fourteen year old that uh, was a ninth grader at Houston's Memorial High School that passed away, and then they have uh, a question that says, "Was there someone in the crowd injecting people with drugs?" Yeah, yeah, and also, did you hear that fourteen year old? The, the her de the reason that she, that the fourteen year old like was in this group is because the father had already passed out. Like the person was there with their with their dad, and the dad That's had like sad. passed out. Yeah, that is really sad. Yeah, see, the there was a twenty one year old had traveled from Washington State to uh, to attend. Wow, they flew in from Washington. Yeah, that's uh, this twenty-seven-year-old died while trying to protect his fiance who survived. That's fucking sad. Yeah, that is sad. Um, yeah, that. Good lord, I just couldn't imagine like going to a concert and like not coming back. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, holy shit. I mean, it's not even something that you think about, even like. A lot, like, the, the reason that I don't really go to festivals is, like, the, the potential of, you know, being drugged or, like, taken advantage of or, like, you know, like, getting too drunk or and black, blacking out or whatever. Like, I never really consider death as, like, an, as like a, a thing to think about. It's always, like, anything but, which yeah. is, is, like, hella fucking scary. But, yeah, so I guess a 22-year-old who had been in critical condition for days after the festival died on the evening of November 10th. Her family's attorney announced November 11th. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, hmm. that is... I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to uh, to see what's going to happen with the conclusion of this case, but... Mm -hmm. Jesus. You want to yeah. go on to, Ban to Bannon? Let's, uh, let's do a little Miss uh, Steve Bannon. Um, okay, so I'm stoked for this one because we haven't talked about the insurrection at all. Not at all. Um, so, okay, a little bit of a rundown. So Steve Bannon was uh, Trump's former, was his secretary? Uh, like, what was it? So this is what it's, this is what it says. Um, I hate the using this. Actually, no, I'm going to look at the, so this is according to the New York Times and Politico. It says uh, he's an American media executive, political strategist, and former investment banker who served as the White House's chief strategist in the administration okay. of Donald Trump yeah. during the first seven months. Yes. So, tr so in my opinion, because of this book I read early on when Trump was elected, Steve Bannon was one of the main reasons that Trump got in. He was very good at what he did. Um, so he, so basically the Congress has had sent a subpoena, not only to Steve Bannon, but to a number of Trump's aides for documents and also to appear in front of Congress uh, to be questioned about the January six insurrection um so trump has ordered all of his aides to basically stonewall congress because he's saying that his conversations with them are covered under executive privilege okay so which is bs because <laughs> even i heard barack obama talk about this and he's saying that there's two reasons why this is bs one they weren't even employed by the white house at that point Second, executive privilege cannot be used to sort of like, to like hide crimes. Yeah. Like you, you can't use it that way. Um, so they all listened to Trump and now Congress is wanting to make an example of Steve Bannon. They've indicted him for contempt of Congress and he's supposed to surrender to 
to them tomorrow. So how wild do you think Steve Bannon's weekend's going to be? Oh, fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He fucks. He's going to party like it's fucking 1999. 100%. I mean, how old is he? He's 67. He looks older. Oh, it's almost his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Nice little early birthday. His birthday's birthday's November 27th. The main reason they wanted to question him, did you see the stuff he was saying like the day before the insurrection? No. So he was on like, this is like the main reason they want him to appear. So he was on, I saw it. It was on like, it was like a Fox news uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was basically saying like, he was basically like, you wait till tomorrow. Like we are not letting this election be decertified. We're going to change the system. Like it was like, it was like fucking fighting words. Yeah. Apparently like he wanted to behead Anthony Fauci and like Christopher Ray. No, no, no. Thank you. Um, But yeah, he like his Twitter account was suspended in like, when was this? November 2020. His uh, Bannon's Twitter account was permanently suspended after he suggested that top government infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci and FBI director Christopher Wray should be beheaded. <laughs> Shocking. But yeah, and then uh, there's in August 2020, Bannon and three others were arrested and charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and money laundering in connection to the We Build the Wall campaign. <laughs> that doesn't sound Republican at all. I don't know what this is. Fake news, bitch. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, so in connection to this money laundering thing in August 2020, it said the defendants allegedly enriched themselves despite promising that all contributions would go to building a wall. Bannon pleaded not guilty and was pardoned by Trump before his trial date. Yes, he was pardoned by Trump right before. And apparently Trump also believes that his privilege, or the, sorry, his um, pardoning is like cumulative or recurring. Like he thinks that it's currency now. Like, I don't know, he's just making up all of these laws. We're like, he, we're like, they're really, they're like Trump, bitch, like, that I mean, only applies to that crime. That, like, does, I he mean, is fucked. Is this really shocking, though? This is the same person that thought that Mexico was going to be the ones that build the wall. And then a month after he's fucking in office, he found out that that couldn't be a fucking thing. Apparently, Bannon and Trump are still spouting off that Trump's the actual president. Like, now. Oh like, my still. God. Well, I mean, yeah, that sounds Republican. But, uh, oh, that's so funny. Oh, oh, after leaving the White House, Bannon opposed the Republican Party establishment and supported insurgent candidates in Republican primary elections. Sounds like him. I saw an interview that uh, tr- that Trump was doing with somebody and they said, like, at any point during the insurrection, were you afraid for uh, Mike Pence? They were saying, hang Mike Pence or whatever they were saying. He's like, no, no, no. I had contacts. I knew he was fine. And they're like, so you weren't worried about him at all. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, He's like, you know, if he if he wanted to do the right thing, he shouldn't have been certifying a fraudulent election. So he was kind of like, well, <laughs> well, he deserved it, kind of. That's so fucking funny. It's funny. So they were doing, I saw this interview with like Trump supporters and uh, this lady was like, yeah, it's like a fraudulent election. And then uh, this guy like asked what about it, it was fraudulent. And then she was like, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, I would know. I committed voter fraud too. And then he was like, well, what'd you do? She's like, I voted twice and I had to spend eight months in jail. And then the guy's like, why are you here? <laughs> like, what? Why would you admit that? That That's a thing that you have done in the past. And you're like at a 
protest against it when it doesn't and didn't happen. Um, but yeah, you mentioned you wanted to go into the insurrection. What uh, would you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. You want to talk about how Antifa did it? It was all Antifa, bitch. Yes, I want to talk about how Antifa did it. But um, I still find it so fucking funny that there are Republicans that still think that. So fucking comical, dude. So funny. Okay, um, but do you actually think Republicans think that? I don't yes, think that they yes. actually think that. Oh, absolutely. I think that there are some of them that just fall in line because they, like, want to be Republican. But I think there Republic are absolutely some that think that that is actually what happened. I personally just think Republicans lie through their teeth all the time. I think they're not, like, the? ent entirely fucking dumb. I some of them maybe I don't know anytime like somebody uses like stupidity for political gain I think you're a fucking disgrace to humanity um well I think all politicians do that to a particular sense yeah I just think that it's heavily amplified with Republicans yeah yeah but like I don't know if you, I don't know if you'll identify with this but like when I was when I was looking this stuff up last night about the ban and in the insurrection like I still have like even though it's been like 5 years since Trump's elected like and the fraudulent election and the insurrection like I still have like this existential crisis when I'm looking at this stuff like I'm just like what the fuck is going on like I cannot believe that we are here yeah like like when he was elected I was saying that like bad shit's gonna happen like this is gonna go sideways i cannot believe how sideways it's gone like i can't believe how transported to like medieval times that like our social and political systems have become yeah like it's dumbfounding yeah i literally i remember january 6th reading everything that was happening and like seeing videos on twitter and like youtube and stuff and i was like what's what's going on like what the fuck is happening right now like what is this and it's so funny. Oh, my God. So this one interview with the Republican was like, yeah, this was all Antifa, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy was like, were you there? And he was like, yeah, we were breaking in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so fucking funny, dude. Um, how many people died that day? I know a cop died. I know uh, multiple other civilians died. Yeah, I think it was I think it was two or three. Let me let me look it up. Hold on. Come on, mouse, work with me. How many people died on January sixth? Five. Mm. Do you think Bannon's gonna get the book thrown at him? Like, you think he's gonna serve prison time? I hope so. I hope so too. I just I think he'll probably get off with like house arrest, twelve months probation. Yeah. But they're saying they want to make an example of them. They're saying that these people, they want to show them that they can't just stonewall Congress when they're being subpoenaed. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can All I can do really is just hope that it will result in that. But I don't know if it's going to. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, even, like, the fact that, like, the fact that, uh, like, okay, th like, oh, they, like, this is the, the most disturbing thing to me to occur during the whole Trump regime is the fact that, of the whole, like, I lost the election, so now I'm going to try to, like, de discredit it. Like, that is, so like, that that's super fucked up. Like, that's, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find, like, a historical example of, like, that happening. I found one. Okay. When I wasn't nominated for Best Personality. 
But like Fulty, I wasn't nominated for best. Okay, this is just, I'm going to call it out because I'm going to call it out. And I'm going to call it out because I'm fucking right in this and everyone knows that I am. So if y'all don't know, many uh, high schools do like a uh, a grade 12, like best uh, like car. And it's like a, the there's a guy and a girl that gets nominated for it. And so it's like best smile, most changed since grade eight or whatever. And then there was best personality. I don't know how to like explain this in a way that's not rude, but the guy that won, baby, no. I literally <laughs> like I was the only fucking person in that grad class with a dash of seasoning. The only person. I was the only person that could keep a fucking like conversation going with laughter. I was like y'all if y'all saw my grad class, y'all wouldn't even question anything about it. There was no competition. You can't you compare when you do not compete. And Are so, you really blasting your entire grad class? Period. No, not my entire grad class. The guys. <laughs> um, and so and whoever was in charge of yearbook that year. Also, who if y'all I hope y'all be listening to this motherfucking podcast, whoever was in charge of yearbook and making those decisions, because y'all dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. Anyway. You, know the, you know the only way I could see you winning that? Hmm. Is if, if I was straight? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is if, if I was what? As if you were competing against a rock. Competing against the rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Really? You think I have a, a better rock. personality? A yeah. rock. You think I have a better personality than Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Bitch, that's that's a compliment. He got. I mean, are you kidding me? He's really good on the mic. I don't know. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Shout out to the WWE Attitude Era. Period. But no. So, um, one of my really close friends, like she won for best personality. She was the the female winner. And the male winner, I wasn't nominated, by the way. I can't remember who the other person was that was nominated alongside. But the male winner, the male winner threw up in a fucking 7-Eleven. That's personality. That's not personality. That sounds like somebody I'd get along with in The male school. winner got drunk and literally got a Slurpee and just threw up in a 7-Eleven around christmas time so that when we were fucking going around collecting money um for like we were okay we did this really funny thing we did uh like we went around with like a group of us and we caroled because we were like you know what let's see if we can raise any money for charity which we did and we went into the 7-eleven to grab some slurpees this was like 9 p.m and we just walk in we're like what the fuck's that smell and we turn to our left and there's literally throw up on the fucking ground we're like okay and then i'm like okay look at me for those of you listening i'm really jordan i don't think this is a fair I'm really close to the camera right now for those of you who are listening. Because I'm going to say. All right, everyone looking on YouTube, count his wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, You're go such ahead. a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, this person who threw up in the 7 Eleven, I would be best friends with you. That's not a good case for him having a good personality, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. And also, with this whole yearbook class, so. Um, I guess there was, uh, they were like trying to figure out what uh, picture to have. I don't know if it, this was going to be on the cover or like when you first open the book and there's like kind of like a picture kind of on like the first page or whatever. Um, but it was like the first picture that people would see if they got their yearbook. And it was a picture of me and somebody else from the, uh, one of our pep rallies. So we had like, you know, like a, a bunch of face paint on and it was a really good picture. It was really cute. I think I still have it. And so one of the people in yearbook, they were like, yeah, we, I actually chose this for the picture. And I was like, that's so sweet. Like, thank you. This is such a cute photo. And then all of a sudden she comes to me and she's like, you might be pissed off. And I'm just like, wait, what happened? She's like, well, you're going to find out like at the end of the year and you're going to be disappointed. So I might as well just be real with you. Like 
two people in our class decided that this wouldn't be the best idea because they don't want to promote anything bad. I'm just like, what does that mean? And they were like, well, they know that you're gay. I was like, I'm sorry. Do I have a dildo on my fucking forehead of this photo? Like, this is a photo of me at a pep rally. Yeah, you told me about this off camera. That's super fucked. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I like, she's like, I tried to argue it, but like the teacher agreed with her. But okay. So, but what I'm saying is, could you imagine like if Trudeau, who won the election, was now spouting off being like, oh no, they counted mail-in ballots after the deadline and this and that. Like, which is what you're supposed to do. Sorry. Sorry, not Trudeau, but O'Toole was like doing it. Oh which yeah. Act, which actually makes it more believable to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry i had to say that i know but, i was like wait trudeau he won the <laughs> he won <laughs> yeah but if he was going around being like yeah they put these ballots in after and like all these people all these reasons and like these people were actually not registered voters and like i'm the actual prime minister like that would that's fuck that's like something that would happen in like 1500 yeah i remember them in like pennsylvania they were like we were up by like 500,000 votes and then we woke up the next morning and they were beating us by 200,000 I'm just like yeah that's kind of how mail-in voting works and you know what's funny is you called that because remember like on the night of the election you were like what do you what do you think is going to happen in yeah. Pennsylvania I'm like, I just I was like Democrats like, are going to lose you're like no they're not yeah I went off of like trends so when we were talking about that I think there was like 1.5 million votes still left to be read or something like that and I was like oh, okay so they need it was like I think it was like 78% of votes for like Biden to take over and win. And so the way that the rate that it was is that mail-ins were, I think it was like an 83 or 84% to like a 16, 17% um, differential for Joe Biden. Which so is like, wild. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, okay, that, yeah, that looks like it's going to go Biden's way. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a, a, it's obviously not like a, a landslide or like a runaway state. This is still very close. But I was like, the way that the trends are going, it looks like Biden's going to win. And so then he did. Same with Georgia party. Um, same with Arizona. Arizona was, what do you think was the most shocking state? I think Arizona. I, think the, I don't think it was like the most shocking result, but I think that the fact that they didn't declare Alaska till for so long was like the most shocking <laughs> thing to happen in the whole They were 66 to 34 for like the longest like, time. And it was like the, the states remaining were like Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Alaska. And it's like, what the, just call, like before yeah. they vote, just call Alaska, <laughs> just call it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Arizona was definitely the most shocking for me. I mean, they haven't been, or sorry, they haven't been blue in like, what was it? Like 20, 24 years. And so I was like, this is all right. This is definitely T, but I was obviously happy with the results. I wish there was a different candidate for the Democrats, but. I wish it was Bernie. Yeah, I think Bernie. Bernie has enemies on both sides. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, he is an independent. What do you mean, Bernie? I, he's an independent. Like he, uh, his political party is independent. He just identifies with the Democrats more. So like, he's not actually like a registered Democrat. He's an independent. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, that could that could be a big reason why. I mean, basically everything, like his policies align w obviously way more with the Democrats to where he's more, always voting but, with them. But but economically, he doesn't align with the Democrats or the Republicans. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like he scares both economically, like a lot. Because they're like, he's so his social programs are so strong. I guess, so, strong. Um, so you know, obviously you know who AOC is, right? Yep. 
So she is doing like debates with her opponent for like uh, her reelection. And so like, I'm actually very impressed with the way that the style that she's using to debate. She's kind of like, she's very calm when she's talking and like her opponent literally always talks about her, like will not stop talking about her even in debates. Like that's how you know you're losing. Like talk about the policies that you're gonna be putting forward. Talk about how they benefit the area that you're gonna be representing. Like it's not difficult. You don't need to talk about somebody else when you're because like your campaign is not about them. When you beat them, they have nothing to do with that campaign. Or sorry, so, yeah, they, they have nothing to do with your campaign when you beat them or if you beat them. So like won't stop talking about them like in the sense of like won't stop attacking them personally. Yes. Okay. And so it's like if you are to win this which I, I don't think he will. But if if you are to win this, you're like, she has nothing to do with you moving forward. It doesn't make any sense for you to waste time on her. And well, so, I think I think that uh, this has always been the sent like a case in a lot of politics, but the Republicans have made it more so that they've turned it into like a, a popularity contest. Exactly. Right? Which they or, keep losing, but <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so it's not like whose policies are better. It's like, who do you like better? Yeah. Who are, like, I don't know. I think a lot of the tactics the Republicans use are, like, fear-based. Well, like, if you don't elect me, then, like, the Democrats are going to give away all your money. If and, you like, don't elect me, your dog is going to die. Yeah. If you don't elect me, that there's going to be, like, black and gay people running around everywhere. <sighs> if you don't elect me, your mom's right nipple is just going to get significantly larger. And it will not be explained by science. But, um, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I wish... Like, I feel like it would be a lot different if uh, the U.S. political system was similar to ours in the way where you have more parties representing, like, yes, yes, the people and the, instead and that's of just the, a bi-party, like, sorry, a bipartisan that's, system. That's the major criticism of their system is it's like people are like, well, OK, like they might have different political ideologies on the surface, but really you're just voting for like two different old white rich men. Exactly. Like, right. So. I agree with that, but I think, and I think that like in a sense, like are there, like I think there are other parties, just none of them have any relevance. Um, well, hopefully soon that might change because isn't, isn't the Patriot Party or whatever you're going to call it coming soon? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's going to be fucking funny. Right. It's just going to divide the Republican vote and make it easier for Democrats to win, but I'm all for it. Trump's been so quiet lately though. Hey, like I'm really surprised. Thank God. Like he's just like in the background. Doing whatever the fuck he does. Not making Big any Macs. more fucking speeches at weddings about how he lost the fucking election fraudulently. Eating Big Macs, uh, diet, drinking Diet Cokes, crashing spray weddings. Tanning, spray yeah. tanning, uh, yeah. dyeing his hair. Or, sorry, dyeing shopping. his wig. Exactly. Yeah, all that good stuff. Man, I hope I, I love, got it as good as him. When I I'm love, I, I don't. It, it was sarcasm. Oh. The dummy. I mean, I would love the money. That's the only part I would about his life that I would love. Not his fucking... Have you seen his dance moves? No. He, like, just shifts in and out. It looks like he's just trying to squeeze out a two-time shit. It's really fucking weird. But um, I love how this is stemmed from Steve Bannon. To just bashing Trump. To just completely bashing <laughs> U.S. politics. We're not bashing... We're not completely bashing U.S. politics. We should be. We're just critiquing it. <laughs> um... Is there what? Well, what else is there to talk about, Bannon? Well, Bannon. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I think. I hope Trump. I, I honestly do. I like. I hope. 
I hope that Trump takes care of Bannon because he's been very loyal. Like, I hope he gets something for this, for being so loyal to Trump. Like what? A gold star? I think he's probably given him a shitload of money for this. Oh, yeah. Especially if he goes to prison. Yeah, most likely. Because remember, he was unceremoniously fired seven months into his tenure. And I was shocked. It was like, it was like Steve Bannon's been fired. Like, that's when Trump was firing everybody from his cabinet. Remember when he got rid of uh, like the 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 what do they call the person that speaks to the media, the press secretary? Yeah, yeah. When he fired her, I mean, she was pretty horrible. Who Kaylee or whatever the fuck her name? Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Or no, wait, was it Kaylee or Sarah Huckabee Sanders? I don't know. I was just gonna say yeah to whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know her name. I mean, I, remember, I just know she was dumb. I remember Sanders was because she quit and then she was like kicked out of a restaurant because they were like, we don't want to serve you, and then she's like. <laughs> She's like, this is discrimination and segregation, and I don't appreciate this at all. And I'm just like, sweetheart, why? Like, why, bitch? Like, this was the same shit you were advocating for when the Colorado fucking baker didn't want to serve a gay couple. So shut the fuck up. Wait, she was advocating for it? She defended it. She's like, yeah, their business is right, which, I mean, technically it is. Actually, wait, take that back. I was watching an episode of uh, The Good Wife, I think it was. And they were talking about uh, instances like this where if it's because uh, the the guy tried to using like, well, it's not tried using. He used and effectively, apparently, because he got away with it. He used like uh, religious exemptions. He was like, I can't I can't serve you because of my religion. But if your religion causes discrimination against a group of people, then that that's not a thing. But that's um, a law that's in California, which should be a law across the fucking U.S., um i'm surprised it's not a law in colorado i don't think it's a law yeah i don't think it's a law in colorado it's a pretty left state or i mean maybe it is and the supreme court just overruled it because fucking roe v wade was an implemented system that has been overruled so wait where roe Ro v wade hasn't been like officially overruled well i mean it's... well if i mean i would call that overruled in texas no, but, but but it's still a legal precedent. Like, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but it's still illegal. That's the next step. Apparently, Texas is going to take. But Roe v. Wade is still valid. I mean, I wouldn't even call that valid then. That's that's completely going against Roe v. Wade if that's a legal practice in Texas. Even if you have like certain like, no, I wouldn't really. Yeah, I wouldn't really call that. And like, heard, there's also I, like many, many Republican states wanting to adapt the practice I've already I've already heard like right wing political commentators uh, like discrediting Roe v. Wade saying that like because you know how it's like the the whole reason that that law stands is because it's like a woman's right to privacy yep. was being violated. Mm-hmm. So they're they're attacking that. They're saying, how is it? How is privacy? Like, how is it? How is it not? How, how is it not abiding to their right for privacy by denying abortion? Like they're already starting to like put that rhetoric out there. Oh, good Lord. But <laughs> what have we even talked about with Steve Bannon? Well, I mean, we laid it out and we we like asked what we thought would happen. And I mean, what do we have for runtime? I hope he rots in prison. Uh, we're at an hour 30. Yeah, we should probably we should probably bump the last one next week <laughs> again, again for the, for the third, third week. week. In a row. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's fucking old and white. I don't even think he's going to get any jail time. You don't think he's going to get any jail time? They're trying to make an example of him. So if they don't, then people are going to keep stonewalling Congress. 
but I don't know what like what is like for contempt of Congress like what is the the sentence? It yeah. can't be a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're just gonna have to see. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like think is there anything else we should go over with him? He's well, he's the first person that has uh I yeah, first to... first contempt of Congress charge. Jesus Christ. Yeah, first person indicted by for uh, contempt of Congress. Yeah, we talked he was about was indicted what by a federal grand jury on two criminal contempt charges on November 12th, 2021, 2 days ago. I, th I think we've gone over everything we're going to do with Steve Bannon that we can. Yeah. Should we do the of of the week of the, or? Of the session, Jordan? Of the session. My goodness. I got, okay, I got a good one. Okay, what is that? It's not like generally like I was thinking about this a few minutes ago. It's not gen. It's not like kind of like exactly the same format we've been doing. Okay. But what do you hope is under the Christmas tree on Christmas Day? Oh my God! How many how many things are we choosing? Uh, one. Let's do two. Okay, fine. You can do two. No, you're doing two as well. Okay, because fine, I'll do we two. normally do like of the currently and then of all time. So, um, okay, fine. Let's do this then. Let's do what do you hope is under the Christmas tree on Christmas Day, and okay. what was your favorite gift of all time? Oh, party. Do okay. You, I mean, if if you have something, you can go. I'm trying to think. Okay, I'll go. Okay. So this year, I hope uh, a large amount of money is under the Christmas tree, so I could not be a broke millennial. Um. And then my favorite gift of all time. Um, and that's tough. Okay, I got it. So when I was like, I was really young. This is when like Nintendo 64 was out. And um, my dad didn't, I really wanted it. And my dad didn't want to buy it for me because he said that video games were a waste of time. And he was like, you're not getting it. Like, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. Go play outside. You're not getting it. And um, I guess what happened is they were at their company Christmas party and my dad won the grand prize, which was a Nintendo 64. And so there was an N64 under the Christmas tree. And I was like, so convinced I wasn't getting it. Love that. That's cute. Right. Um, what do I hope is under the tree? Okay. Like, I mean, I'm probably a similar bitch where I'm like money, but also like this is, this is a pure wish because if I want this, I'm going to have to get this for myself, but a new PC um just because like the specs that i want they're a lot of fucking money because like i obviously stream as much as i can and i do a lot of shit on my pc and if i want to do that i need really good specs so like a really, what do you want a good video card um i want like a good gpu a good video card a nice like um storage system i have like a one terabyte right now but i want to get another one um like a good mother like a good everything and basically that's probably about five grand a five grand desktop well, like, uh, what's what's this thing called? Like a tower? Yes. Holy like shit. You can build, like, a really good computer for, like, $1,100. Five grand? Okay. Because, like, the, the shit that, like, is advertised for you to get so that you can have really good FPS, really good ping, connection to servers, that shit is, like, that's, like, 800 bucks a piece. You think, the thing you... I hope you realize it's most important is your graphics card, right? Mm -hmm. Like even oh, yeah. more so than processor speed. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Those yeah. things like they're fucking expensive. Like if you want a really good one. Yeah. Like a good video cards, like a grand, but the best gift of all time. Oh, that's a really good question. Hmm. 
I mean, honestly, like, as shallow it is to say, like, maybe, like, my phone or, like, a TV. But, I mean, well, you said an N64, so. You got a TV you. for Christmas? Yeah. Goddamn. Um, that or, like, I don't know. Uh, like, I mean, an Xbox One I got with, like, Connect, Or, no, it was an Xbox 360 with Connect. And then, like, I think, I don't know if we got our PS3 on Christmas time, probably, but that too, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably, of what I can think of right now, that's probably what I would say. Um, so mine, I remember the first time we did the episode, we put out our favorite songs, remember? Yeah. I said Violet by Wild Party, and then you said something. Um, uh, yeah, I said uh, Far From Heaven by Fit for an Autopsy. Yes, that's what you did. So... We're going to do um, favorite, like current favorite singer and then favorite singer of all time. This can be a band as well because I okay. know you like your bands. Okay, you go first because I got to think. Okay. Um, let me go through. Let me go through. I'm trying to like, trying to like scope of like who I can go through. I got to open up my Spotify for this. <laughs> I think I should too. I mean, if you want, you could do singer and band. No, that's even harder. <laughs> <laughs> this is like choosing which one of my kids I like best. You don't have any I mean, kids. I mean, I mean, obviously the straight one. You don't have any kids. Oh, my God. Wow. You should come in our family. <laughs> they think so much alike. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, current favorite, Kate. Okay. Oh, my God. This is Kate. I would probably have to say like Olivia Rodrigo or um, for those of you who watched The Voice this season, Wendy Moten, who is so fucking good. Um, I would probably say between them or even like Cimarelli. Cimarelli is like a really solid option. That's what I that's what I can think of of like current right now. That's who I kind of listen to the most. I'm, I'm interested to see like when the Spotify year end thing comes out, who's like my top uh, listen to singer and then my song. Oh, well, it's I already said song. This is going to be forever by the Veronicas. The year wrapped up. It's coming soon, eh? They I know. They it a few days ago. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. But, so, so um... Oh, you're not done. Go oh, ahead. sorry. Um, yeah, so those are my current... My all-time favorite singer. That's fucking hard. I'd probably have to go along the lines of, like, Kelly Clarkson, Sia, or, like, Imagine Dragons. I feel like those are three really good options. Yeah, those are probably... And Kelly Clarkson is... She's so fucking good live. Like, she's so good. She's just, like, I had this endlessly debate with good. My I had this debate with my dad. Who is the most successful person to come off of American Idol? Kelly Clarkson. You... Correct. My dad my dad believes it's Carrie Underwood. No. Like, Carrie Underwood's a very close second. Well, I wouldn't even know if she's a second because, like, Jennifer Hudson? I mean, I guess she would be the second in terms of, like, winners. Non-winners would be immediately be Jennifer Hudson. Without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, Mm. I think Jennifer Hudson has one of my favorite voices in the world. She's so fucking versatile and she's just endlessly good. You know who I think had a good voice but didn't really do anything was Ruben Stuttered. Yeah. Didn't he win? He won and he had a Christmas album and that was really it. Yeah. I remember like Chris Daughtry. Yeah, Chris Daughtry is one of the most successful non-winners. He's so good. Da actually, yeah, Daughtry might be one of my top for all-time favorite uh, yeah, yeah. bands. 
But um, but yeah, I like so Jennifer Hudson was in the movie Cats, the live action movie Cats. I haven't seen it, but uh, she was the one that covered Memory, and I love that song. And she did a live version on The Voice. Holy fuck, it was so good. And then Wendy Moten did a live version of Ain't No Way by Aretha Franklin. I love that fucking song, dude. Holy fuck. But yeah, sorry, you can go ahead with your options. Um, so favorite all time, that's tough, but I'll have to say either Metallica or Killswitch Engage. Um, current favorite, I've been listening to a lot of a band called Don Broco. Uh, they're coming here in April, I'm going. They're like, I don't know, it's kind of like a mix between like joke rock and like, like dancey, like almost like techno rock um it's really really catchy nice um yeah i don't have like a long story relating to either but those are my answers <laughs> oh yeah that's right I, I forgot that like it's best for us to have like a story of why yeah i wouldn't really even know why i remember i had a uh, an ipod and i would listen to a lot of kelly clarkson on the ipod like behind these hazel eyes is my favorite kelly clarkson song by far that song is fucking amazing but um heartbeat song is really good breakaway is really good um yeah she sounds like a lot of really fucking good songs. Stronger is really good. But um, yeah, I feel like they're just like, I don't know. I just listen to these people when I got time off and I want to jam out to music and I'll listen to them, period. But um, Britney Spears is officially free from her. I uh, saw that. Let's do it. Yeah, thank God. After 14 years. Jesus Christ. Free Britney has reigned supreme. We love you, Brittany. I love you. But yeah, I'm really happy for her. Hey, should we sign out? Hmm? Should we sign out? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we All can. Right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back again with another episode next week. Hopefully talking about the, the thing that we have put off for like three weeks now. Have a good morning, afternoon, or night. Wherever you are. All right. Okay, Catch you next week. Bye.